Hey everyone, this is a spoilers ahead episode for the game Far Cry 5. So, you know, you don't need me to tell you that uh, if you haven't played Far Cry 5 and you are interested in not having it spoiled for you, then I would probably wait. Uh, but if you have and you just want to hear people talk about Far Cry 5, sit back, relax and um, try and enjoy the show. I'm Chitty, I'm joined by Duke. Ouch! Howdy, everybody! And I'm also joined by uh, rival show uh, co-host Mark Annex. Beef! <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes. Yes. Mad beef. I smell uh, like beef. I'm going to go easy on the sound effects this, this time. Yes, I think I so. I don't believe you. So we're here to talk about Far Cry 5. Uh, let's jump straight into it. Should we just talk about the intro? Yeah. How we thought it introduced itself. Were we impressed? Were we not impressed with the whole helicopter landing in, meeting the father? Duke, do you want to take it off? Yeah, I like it. It's actually interesting because we start Far Cry 5 the same way we start Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4. In each of those cases, it's kind of an introduction to the whole area. You're coming into it for the first time. In the case of Far Cry 3, you're airdropping in, you're vacationing there in this island. And in Far Cry 4, you're riding a bus, basically, into Kirat. And in this case, you're flying in a helicopter. So it's kind of an interesting way to start off. You know, in the same way that the Elder Scrolls games start off each time with you're a prisoner of some kind and you're being brought into, or you're in a prison cell in Oblivion or whatever. Um, I think it's interesting that they have variations on a theme for the introduction. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good way for us to sort of get a feel for this death cult. What about you, Mark? Yeah, I thought it was a, a pretty good uh, beginning. It gave you an introduction to um, your sort of like colleagues who you um, use in, in the game. It also gave you an instant sort of like meeting with the main bad guy and you get a feel for how he's going to be throughout the sort of like throughout the game. Um, and it was well put together, I thought. I thought it was a, a good entrance. I thought it was in for a treat because like, you know, that whole start where... You know, someone jumps into the helicopter blades to sacrifice themselves for him. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, that was pretty intense, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is like crazy." And you don't get many moments like that throughout the whole game ever again, really. I felt like yeah. it was a bit of a, a full start for me. Yeah, I, I thought the ship was going to kick off before you even got back to the helicopter, but it didn't, and um, it actually let you take off. So, yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to kick off well before then. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I just thought the start was good, but I, 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 upon reflection now, I finished the whole game. I kind of think the start is like a, is a bit of a false start. As I said, it's it feels like the the, the game didn't follow up on what it started out with. You know, yeah, none true. of that sort of people sacrificing themselves for the father really happened. Like I didn't see anything else in the game that really made me think, you know, oh wow, that's 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 intense. I just yeah. a lot of it I thought was was quite silly. 
we all remember in Far Cry 4, you could, if you just sat there at the table, the, you, the game would end in five minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is that, You could yeah. do that in this game, too. If you, When he's yeah. first holding his hands out, you can choose not to handcuff him, and then you walk yeah. away and the game ends. I didn't do that, but apparently that is a thing. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen the ending for that, and I, and I felt like they just threw it in. It was funny. It was cool on Far Cry 4. Right. I thought, like, it was... It was weird and unnecessary in this. Well, it seems I didn't like really they're doing it because that's expected of them at this point. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I but I'll sure. say that you know I think the concept of fanatical cult members throwing themselves into the helicopter blades was such an important moment, and it's true that we don't have that much in the rest of the game. I think we could have seen more of it. I think that when we got to the area with the bliss, you have the angels or whatever they're called, you know, just like yeah. wandering around their zombies basically. And that yeah. would have been an interesting place to have more of it, but they just became one more enemy to mow down. And, yeah. Uh, the start of the game sort of, it, it starts well. And I, the, the thing where I, things start to fall off for me is you, the first boss that I encountered was, uh, was the boring one. Say yes, the guy is looking for the say, say yeah, yes. John, say yes, John, John, John. Yeah. And, and and I felt like he was the most boring character, especially to throw at you at the start because he looks very similar to the main boss. Yeah, that's true. And a little more cleaned up. He he doesn't really have like a big uh, much of a gimmick really. Whereas you thought you find out later on that the other two bosses, Faith and Jacob, have some gimmick. You know, Jacob has that sort of mu- music box and yeah. uh, Faith has her drugs. You know. Oh, these people with their drugs. And uh, John doesn't really have like a thing about him. And and I thought it was going to be like this kind of televangelist reality TV mm. thing. That would have been and it, and it, there's this broadcast it. that you see, and it's like, you know. And I thought that was that was pretty interesting. And then you never see it again. Yeah. No, I just I thought I again, like that's when it started to, to it. for me. I started to go, mm, I don't know about this game. Yeah, I think that the big yes sign is sort of an attempt to, you know, that that's a half-hearted attempt to show him kind of looking out over the region and trying to exercise his control, and I don't yeah. think they took it as far as they should have, and I agree with you on that. Yeah. What about you, Ma? I enjoyed the sort of like intro starter island um, yeah. where you meet the, oh, what's his name now? Um, up in the bunker. Yeah. Dutch, yeah. Um. And it, it gives you a few, couple of little missions to get you used to the controls and everything. And I liked a bit of an in-joke with the tower, where he yeah. gets you to climb the tower, and then he yeah. says, oh, don't worry, I won't get you to climb any more towers. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was quite funny. Um, bit of an in-joke against the, sort of like the, the Ubisoft genre. Um, I mean, I, I did the same as you, today. I went to John Seed's area first. Um, and I just went around the area and just messed about and I, I quite enjoyed myself checking out the outposts and mm. the different things and the vehicles and everything um it was when you started getting taken to the bunker that's when i started thinking mm, maybe there's a few flaws here yeah yeah I think this I, is the I, first I, time they've ever had in a far cry game you it's involuntary when you're going to follow a certain mission yeah yeah, yeah. the only time that pays off i think and I know I might be skipping ahead, but whatever. But you know, so this this whole thing of you 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 you're building up a loading bar, and then at and then at a couple of points they'll abduct you and right. you'll escape or they'll let you go or something yeah. like that. The only time I think that actually worked very very well was um, with Faith because Faith uh, uh, is a manipulator with with her with her sort of drugs and stuff and she there was a hostage tied up and 
I went to kill the people around this hostage, untie the hostage, and that um, was a trick to get me to go into this drug comatose state. Mm -hmm. So that happened. And, and I felt like that was a decent payoff. But yep. the rest of the time it happens, and you've spoke about this, Duke, where you you, you know you tunneled yourself in or whatever, and, and you still get shot or you still get caught. Right. So you get caught no matter what. And I feel like because the control is taken away from you, you like you call bullshit on it. Whereas when when I went to untie that hostage, and it was me that did it, I fell for it, and I yep. felt like that was a better way of doing it. But it only happened once out right. of like the eight times you get abducted or whatever in the game. Yep. Um, I never liked that mechanic at all. Like I. I honestly, every time I had a main character, a main boss on the screen, I have no recollection of what the fuck they were talking about. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because as I said on the regular show, like there's they're taking themselves so seriously and there's all this extended talk about saying yes in the case of John or calling the herd in the case of Jacob or, you know, f escaping from the suffering in the case of Faith. It's all a bunch of muchness and it's boring. The whole time, I'm just like, it's clear that this is bullshit, and it can't be that they think anyone's going to take it seriously. I hope not. I mean, because it's such mediocre writing. So why spend so much time on it? I don't think they utilized the main bad guy, Joseph, enough. Uh, all the promo leading up to the re release of a the game, they used him and they showed you all the interviews with him and how he's just this actor. He's never done video games before and how he was so... Um, impressed with how video games have, have sort of like moved on and become more movie-like. I don't think they used him enough in, in the whole game. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't... Well, you know, and even when he is on screen, he isn't very mesmerising or interesting. Um, I forgot the Far Cry 4 character. Uh, uh, Pagan, Pagan Min. Pagan Min. When Pagan Min was on the screen in Far Cry yeah. 4, you, you're kind of mesmerised in yeah, a way. Yeah, it took, it took command of it, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. it's Troy Baker for you, isn't it's, it? It's very similar to, um, you know, I'm watching The Walking Dead still. You know, I'm on season eight of The Walking Dead. But when, and say what you will about Walking Dead and, and all that nonsense, but when when Negan's on the screen, you sort of, you draw drops all the time. You just want to know what he's, you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what he's saying. I felt like that with Pagan Min. Mm -hmm. I don't really rate Vars as a character. I, I don't no, really he think sucks. he's, I think he was a little bit overhyped, but he was interesting. But Pagan Min, I think, was, was you know, similar to the Joker. It almost mm -hmm. looked like the Joker yeah. in a way. No, I agree with um, that. Yeah, no, I, I would say that's, this, that's exactly how I feel. And I think what he has more than anything is charisma. And yes. I think that Voss had a little charisma. I think it was way overdone. I think he was, you know, sort of a stereotypical jungle savage, insane, blah. Um, mm. But J Joseph has none of that. Joseph has the yellow glasses that are from uh, David Koresh. He's got kind of the same haircut as David Koresh. Uh, but he's got none of the charisma that David Koresh had. I didn't like David Koresh, and I don't think he was really all that charismatic, but he had a little bit of draw to him, and I don't think yeah. Joseph has that. And I, Yeah, and I feel like the, the game, more than any other Far Cry game, uh, really steered into the story before it was released. You know what yeah. I mean? This this cult sort of in the, in the Midwest or wherever it is, and... Uh, you know, this is going to be some some messed up stuff, and you're going to see all sorts of craziness. And uh, the other Far Cry games, I don't feel like they sort of steered into that much. You know, when Far Cry Five, sort of Far Cry Four was coming out, 
you know, Pagerman looked interesting, but they never really sort of told us what he was about. I didn't right. feel like so like they did anyway. Whereas with five, I really feel like they steered hard into it, but um, there's no payoff. There's no there's no reward for it. He's not that interesting, and he constantly talks nonsense all the time. I, I found a lot of the, the sort ahead. of like side mission characters more interesting in this game than the sort of like the main bad guys. Mm. Yeah, there, there is a bit of that. Uh, I felt like the guy who couldn't talk and asked you to run over meat uh, was more interesting than any of the uh, the bosses. Um, and, and, and it feels like a game that doesn't really know its identity to me. It feels like a game that doesn't quite... It wants to have the sort of the GTA, the Saints Row mad characters on the side, yeah. but it also wants the the hard-hitting seriousness of a, of, a, of a Batman game or, you know, of a... I, I don't know, of a, a Mass Effect game or something like that, where it just doesn't really hit either one very well, right. I feel. Yeah, and I think that, you know, say what you will about Bethesda, I, I think they took themselves a little seriously in Fallout 4, but not too much. And I think that this, the Far Cry game 5 at least, is an example of what happens if Bethesda were to take itself too seriously in terms of its story. Whereas I think Bethesda knows to just sort of leave the story as a kind of thing that's there and you can occasionally jump into it, but you don't have to spend much time with it if you don't want to. And, mm. um, you know, the other thing about Joseph talking nonsense all the time, like it's boring nonsense. It's predictable. You know exactly where it's going. He's singing Amazing Grace. Like, could you pick a more dull, you know, yeah. hymn for people to sing in terms of like juxtaposing nuclear apocalypse with his fanatical death cult? It's dull. I mean, that's the thing. It, it, there are so many ways you could have made this fascinating. Pick some obscure passage from the Bible, right? The reason Jules in Pulp Fiction is a fascinating character is because he always says, you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my judgment upon thee. Find something like that for Joseph to quote every once in a while. And they don't. Like, they just... I, I agree with you that it feels like a horse designed by committee. And we ended up with this weird hippopotamus. Thing. Um, Let's talk about who was your favorite boss, I suppose, out of all of them, if you had to pick one. My friend, Marsh, said that his favorite was Faith, not because of the interesting sort of story or the take she has on the world. It's because she, she, she want, he wanted, he fancied her, basically. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, you know, like who, who do you think, um, who do you think worked best out of all the bosses? Um, I, I preferred Faith, to be honest. Um, not for them reasons, but uh, for the, the way she did, like you say, the abductions, the the angels she um, influenced with the drugs and everything. Um, there's, I don't know if it's one of the faith missions, but there's one where you have to go in one of those tractors with the rotating blades on the front and just mow down a shit ton of them angels. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's so much fun, yeah, but yeah, very exactly. gruesome. Um, but yeah, overall, her missions were the best, I thought. But yeah, the John's lights were boring and Jacobs were predictable for me. Well, J Jacobs were just constantly the same, wasn't they? Yeah, There's yeah, that yeah, shooting yeah, gallery. Jacobs, yeah, uh, yeah, they get that. And 
you know, it, it was such a bizarre choice to do to do that because I thought like jo- John's at least his scenes it kind of felt like you got away naturally, right. you know. Whereas yeah. Faith has you. Do you know what I mean? She's got you. She could kill you like instantly. And she's, she's not... trying to get you to do things for her in the in a way that Jacob kind of is too, right? He needs you to take him into the bunker so he can off that guy. I don't remember his name, but you know they're manipulating you in that sense. And that that has potential. I think it works a little better with Faith than it does with Jacob, because Jacob, yes, he's got the mind control thing with the music box, but it doesn't feel as powerful as Faith's because. Drugs do have a lasting effect. With Jacob, it's a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. Like, okay, this person's a sleeper. We're going to activate them at some point, whatever. But yeah. I think with Faith, the the way in which... And we saw it in Far Cry 4. Drugs can linger in the mind and come out at various times. And I think that that presents itself with some interesting possibilities vis-a-vis Faith as a character. And the other thing I liked about Faith... And again, they didn't explore this well enough. They didn't really use it the way they could have, but... You know, she was desperate, and Jacob came along, not Jacob, but Joseph came along, and yeah, he provided her with drugs, and, you know, he brainwashed her, basically, and then she brainwashed Mm. other people. I think that element of her character could have been a really interesting thing to explore more, Um, and I think it would have been cool if you could have turned her, you know, instead of killing her, like, to get her to, like, tell you where Jacob is at the end, or Joseph, I can never keep these names straight. I know, that, and that's the other problem is that they they sort of all blend into to one, don't they? Right. There's John, there's Jacob, there's J- Joseph, and you know, um, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that stands out to me. I, I suppose I, Faith, I suppose, is the most inter- interesting boss I found, but it was around about when I I, I did Faith second. I, I was doing that second. I know you do. You you fought her last, didn't you? Yeah. But. Um, Around about that time, I felt like is that is that sort of tipping point when you can fall off a game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this, there's this. You, you give a game a go and you and you get into it and you get into it, mm-hmm. and then you fall off. I feel like and and, and around about uh, Faith's sort of zone, I was really struggling to sort of find myself to playing the game. You know, mm-hmm. to switch it on and 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 give it a go. Uh, I don't know if anybody else lagged, you know, while playing the game, or did you find like you were just playing it and you blitzed it? Mark, um, I I found the open world part quite satisfying. I really enjoyed the open world bit, just going around and doing sort of like the outposts and stuff. Mm. Um, I think the the story side of it let it down immensely, and usually it's the other way around in games, isn't it? The story is really good, but the gameplay sucks. So yeah. it, it was unusual to have it that way around. Uh, but that was its only saving grace for me. Uh, if it wasn't for the really good gameplay, then this game, I, I probably wouldn't have finished it. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that I saw the story as kind of the price I had to pay in order to enjoy the rest of the game. So <laughs> yeah. when I went into Jacob's area, I ended up going through his story before I had discovered two-thirds of that part of the map. Like, I did that. I just, I just, I ended up, you know, I was running around blowing up trucks and, you know, just doing crazy mayhem. And then I had filled up a third of the bar and then he caught me and then we did the story mission. And then I went out and I, again, I was like, okay, I want to do this prepper stash. I want to do this and that. And then along the way, I just kept killing high value targets and all of it. And so I felt like out of all the zones, Jacob's one was the one that felt like it just it just filled up the bar filled up so quickly yeah sure i think that's i didn't yeah it did for me as well i i I didn't like feel like i i spent enough time in that zone for me 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I thought it was because it was the end of the game. They were trying to sort of rush you towards the end. But oh. it sounds like it was just maybe there's an imbalance on that area. But yeah, you don't feel so. like you're in it very long. And I think that one of the things, you know, this is one of only two games in my life I've ever 100%ed. I mean, I've played Skyrim for over a thousand hours, but I've never gotten 100% on it. I've never Ridiculous. gotten bounties in every hold or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> So for this game to have sunk its hooks into me, and there were, there were times when I was like, you know what, I don't know if I want to bother with this 100% nonsense. Because, you know, like there's a mission where you got to go around and get all the barrels of whiskey in the river. Like, that was yeah. dumb. Yeah. And when I was doing it, I was like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? And you did, Just that. You did that then? I did it. I did all of the missions. Wow. Um, and I finished. I'm glad I finished them all before I did the final mission because I wanted to get it. I was just sort of close to being 100%. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do all those side things. And then I'll end the game and it'll be very satisfying. And then I can reload the checkpoints and then I can go through those again. But as soon as I finished the final mission, I was like, no, nope, fuck this. Uninstall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did all the silos and I did all the shrines, mm-hmm. but I didn't do all the lighters or the whiskey barrels. It was just, yeah. but by that time you see, I'd finished the game and I'm, I'm and it's hard going back to it now after yeah. after that ending. Oh, but sure. yeah, um, and I think sorry, it, the story for me has a lot to do with that. I don't want to start a game up if it's a nuclear wasteland now. What am I clearing out things for? I'm gonna clear out the checkposts. No, there's no point in clearing out those checkposts because the world is a radiated wasteland. Now, it's weird for me to say that because that's what all of Fallout is. But... Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, there there are many games that I've finished 100%, Duke, but I had absolutely no motivation to finish this 100%. I couldn't... I was When I was playing it, um, I was so shocked... They, you know, I remember thinking, God, like I can't believe Duke's done all of this. Like, it's so, yeah, I just find, I just found it unbelievable that you did that. Yeah, because I just, with the barrels of whiskey and the and the and the lighters and things like that, there was just so much in the world yeah. that wasn't that interesting. Right. You know, you just get it and and go and and even getting there is not that particular. You you get a helicopter. You know. You, you see, you that's the thing there. is, I didn't even mess with the helicopters at a certain point. I I broke the record, but I'll keep saying it. The drop-in, the airdrop feature, when you get that perk, you can airdrop into, you know, fast travel spots. That changed the whole game for me. Because then it was, you know, it's like that first part of PUBG when you're airdropping into the city. Like, that, yeah. I loved it. It was so much fun for me to be using the wingsuit and then switch to the parachute. And then I could see if I could get on the roof of the house where the lighter is and then just pop down and get the lighter and then take off and... I just I found that part of it to be endlessly fun so that, yeah, normally fetch quests are tedious as shit. But I think that element of it, the fact that the 3D wasn't just with the helicopter, but also with the wingsuit air dropping in, it just it made it so much more entertaining for me. I, I didn't actually unlock that perk, so I never sort of like got to experience that. And I, I use the helicopters more in, in the game. I, I think that perk is very good. Uh, uh, and I, I did unlock it after you... Uh, you talked about it, Duke, um, because, uh, yeah, I remember you just sort of raving about it. So I thought I'll give it a go. And it is interesting. I think like it's, I think it would be more useful for me if I, if I picked it earlier, yeah, you know, because sure. I honestly couldn't give a shit about the collectibles. I, don't, I, I, I can't stress it enough. Yeah. I've done it before in video games. I've played Assassin's Creed four twice and finished it a hundred percent twice. Wow. I could not give 
two fucks about being in this world anymore. So was it the and story there's... of that game that made the, the fetch no. quest more interesting, or what? what? I, I liked I liked sailing around on a ship yeah. in a sense. You know what I mean? I liked okay. uh, just finding, you know, going out on my ship, killing these yeah. boats, and finding these little shards, and doing all sorts of stuff. I just enjoyed traversing around. Whereas yeah. in Far Cry, and and we've talked about this before, but not on, not now is it's the constant busyness of the world that bothers me about Far Cry. Like, you never get a break, you know, and they encourage you to fish. They go, oh, fish, just fucking fish, man, right. just chill. As soon as right? you cast like, the lure, suddenly there's six people trying to shoot you to death. Yeah, there's a plane <laughs> will crash into your face or, you know, a fucking so deer wait, you say will that doesn't happen when the... you fish in the real world? No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or a, a boat will come past and it has like three blokes on there that just constantly shoot you on sight or, you know, or you'll get fucking mauled by a, a cougar right behind you and all sorts yeah. of stuff. And it's just this not, or you'll just, even if it doesn't bother you, you'll just load bangs everywhere and you'll yeah. just hear like, run, he's going to fucking kill us. You know? And it's like, well, I just want to fish. You know, I don't want to fucking do anything right now. And then a plane will fly over and go, he's down there. If, like, if it's meant to be a relaxing break when you fish, they need to make it a relaxing break. They're, they ought to be able to figure out, okay, when X is happening, we're going to make the world kind of tranquil. It makes the world feel cheap when you clear an area or you do a little, like, an instance where, you know, somebody just needs a bit of a rescue and it's not a mission or wherever, it's just there. And you turn around and you go that way and then for some reason you come back literally like 30 seconds later and there's something else there. You know, yeah. that looks like it's meant to be there for a while. You know, and it just spawned when you wasn't looking and and it just makes you feel like, oh, this isn't a real world. This is a video game. And it, it constantly felt like a video game to me. Yeah. I, I, I there At no point did I sort of lose myself and, and, and just think, ah, oh, you know, this I just want to keep playing or I just, just want to get to the next bit or I want to do these missions or I clear this map. I just constantly thought about how much of a video game this is, you know, with the really annoying AI, um, friendly and enemy AI that's just constantly bothering me with the yeah. instant like spawning of things behind you. Yeah. I felt like the game was a mess, more of a mess than the, the three and four have been. And again, I it, think it really like, annoyed me when ahead, your AI partners, especially the ones what you assigned, um, no, you, you sort of like your you squad teammates, they used to just jump in your vehicle and take off. Yeah, you, yeah. you'd stop at an out uh, like a roadblock to destroy it, and then yeah. they'd get in your vehicle and just bugger off somewhere. Yeah, you, you you buy so a helicopter, yeah, and then yeah. You, you go off. I did it with you know when you when you find Grace, the sniper woman. Yeah, and I, I got this helicopter. It was the first helicopter in the game, and then. I was like, right, I've got my helicopter there. I'll take off in a bit. And then somebody, yeah, like you say, Mark, just went in it and fucked off. You know, no IOU, no, you know, I'll be, be <laughs> no, no, please, oh, thank you. No, no emojis on WhatsApp or anything. You just <laughs> fucking took it. Uh, yeah, that happened to me quite a lot. I don't know if there's anything you want to say about that, dude. Well, I was just going to say, I think they tried what um, Bioware often does, which is where you have two followers. They'll have a conversation with each other. So, yes, yeah. Uh, when... Um, I don't remember any of their names. The sniper lady and the bow and arrow lady. When the, I would yeah. have them with me all the time, and I, my character was a woman. So there was these three hardcore badass chicks. You know, Charlie's Angels, don't mess with us. Yeah. When they when we were flying a helicopter, you know, the, the bow and arrow lady would say to the sniper lady, "So you were in combat?" She's like, "Yeah." And it was, you know, both of them are pretty like 
I don't want to talk to anybody. Don't fuck with me. Just show me who to kill. And so for yeah. them to be interacting, again, it had some potential. They started off well. But it was this thing of <clears throat> we'd, we'd, cra- we'd, we'd cross paths with somebody, an enemy, and they'd start going – You know, they'd start out having a conversation. So did you serve in Iraq? And she'd be like, yeah, I was there for a month. And then, oh, we got enemies. We got enemies. I, I, just, I'm trying to get a bead on them. So you were in Iraq? Yeah, I was yeah. there. For, we got enemies. Yeah. It's like, stop. I, I, got, I, got it, I got it worse than that. I've saved a clip, right, of, uh, of a moment where, you know, I think it's, is it Hook? Uh, or Herc, yeah. Herc, yeah, Herc, the Herc, 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 I had him and I had another companion, I can't remember who, I think it might have been the bow and arrow lady, and um, he kept on repeating the same dialogue, and it was like a, you know when you had a, a, a CD skip in your car or something yeah, back yeah. in the day, sure. and it would never get past this line of dialogue, um, and he would repeat it again. And it went on forever until I until I basically unassigned him yeah. and told him to fuck off. Yeah. I didn't equip him until I knew for definite I needed him to cause a lot of destruction because like, there were a lot of trucks where you had to sort of like open the back of them up and you, you'd sort of like steal the contents and yeah. you get reputation points that way. If ever I had Herc with me when I did that, he'd blow the bloody truck up. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a dangerous ally. Yeah, yeah, I feel he was he was a good ally though, Mark, because he was good for if you didn't have a rocket launcher on you, and you want to blow up a helicopter or a plane, because he would do it pretty quickly. Oh yeah, he was good at destruction. Yeah, he was good at that. So I used him for that quite a lot. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I I just felt like the AI. I don't feel like the companion thing really worked as well as I think it, they thought it would. Um, no. I didn't. Oftentimes, I would sort of go in alone and 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 not really miss anything. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if you you couldn't imagine Mass Effect without the companions. You know, it's just right. such an integral part of the game. Right. Whereas, I barely remembered they're there in Far Cry Five. I think that it had again, it had potential, but I think that they need to make it. First of all, shut up. Like they're, I think they're going for what we saw in Far Cry or Fallout Four in a way of like, you know, and, and true about Mass Effect and uh, Dragon Age as well, you know, you're getting to know these people and their characters that you care about. You know, I've talked before about how uh, Cassandra, whatever her name was, in Dragon Age Origins, like Morgan, that was it. She was right. a great character, and I had a real fondness for her in part because she kind of reminds me of the Duchess. And there's, they wanted to do that in Far Cry 5, but I don't think it worked very well. They didn't put enough time into having them with great stories and having the working out the glitches, you know, Bethesda is notorious for their glitches and their horrible problems, but they've never been as bad as that in terms of like interacting with characters. And that's where it really fell down for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to brag on it too much. There are some things I did like about, uh, about the game. Uh, I feel like every time you liberate an outpost, you get a, you get a new cutscene. 
mm-hmm. which I thought was uh, a nice touch. There's yeah. that's what I would say about the game. He's like there's lo- there's lots of flaws, but there's also nice little touches. I feel like the oh, yeah. when you start to actually look at the world and look at like the you know the models they've created, look at the the, the, the little bits and bobs in the house, and there's lots of nice details in there. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought like having a different cutscene for an outpost where they interact with the the outpost right because before I think in Far Cry they would just drive up in a car and get right. out. Right, and, and, and when like, you liberated thanks. them in 3 and 4, it would show... Well, I guess I'm thinking of the towers in 4. You would see the areas, you know, the different locations in that area um, yeah. that you now visit or whatever. And you never had that in this game because it wasn't really a thing. And yeah. I think that, yeah, you know... And, and that's... The, the, the cutscenes when you liberated an outpost felt like we're building something here. We're bringing this area yes. back to the people. Yeah. And, you know, it's a weird thing because I have a conflicted relationship with the American flag. A lot of people in this country worship it like a sacred cow. And, you know, you're not supposed to let it touch the ground and this and that, and which is fine. I don't have a problem with that in and of itself. But, mm. you know, a lot of times when I look at the American flag, I think of how it was flown over Wounded Knee after the massacre of Native people there and the Trail of Tears and, you know, killing a lot of Mexicans to take half of Mexico and, uh, you know, whatever, colonialism and puerto rico and and where etc etc so to see these people hoisting the american flag taking down the flags of joseph's death cult i thought was a really beautiful thing and i it made me you know it it it, it struck a nerve in me that the american flag doesn't always do you know this notion of hey you know what there's a lot of beautiful stuff in this country that i love Uh, and i do feel that way all the time you know i've written about this whatever but it's it's it it felt like those cutscenes were really powerful to me because it felt like you know look when I go through the Fallout wasteland it's not just that I want to kill bad guys I want to help I want to make it feel like I'm helping people in some way so when I defuse the bomb in Megaton in Fallout 3 like that was a good moment I felt like yeah I'm doing something good here and I know Chini you had the exact opposite feeling when you blew it up. It was it was a very good feeling though. <laughs> yeah, that well, made you... the end of Far Cry Five so much more infuriating for me because it was as if you were saying, "Hey, you know all that stuff you did to make this region beautiful <laughs> and safe again? <laughs> Everything shit. Yeah. Goodbye. You lose." Well, yeah, you touched on the ending there, but before we do, uh, it's funny when you talk about the American flag. I just think of Katy Perry in that dress. She wore an American <laughs> yeah. flag dress and. Uh, can't think of anything else. Uh, but the the British flag has a very different sort of meaning. I quite like with in America you you, you sort of own your national your your your, your patriotism. Um, and to be to be American isn't about being American from day dot. I feel like people and, and and say what you will. There's always exceptions and stuff. But you know um, people that who are foreigners that come into America are proud to call themselves American. Oh yeah. Whereas we don't get that in Britain. We get. Mm. People that come into Britain like Britain, but they're proud of where they're from, which is right. also fine. But the, to to be British has a connotation of sort of being a bit racist, really. Like mm. to you know, obviously we're you know I'm British, I'm 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 proud of where I'm from. But you know, if I hang out the Union Jack at my house, people might look at me and go, eh, you know, bit of a <laughs> bit of a character there. I might might not right. invite him round, you know. Right. So the, the, I, I quite like how Americans are very proud of their flag and and i know it's a bit of a controversial topic because people are very proud of the flag but again it's flags in britain don't really sort of mix very well we've got a flag for the black country black country is like a region where i'm from yeah uh and it's and it's it's uh it's black white and red and it's got Mm. chains on it and stuff and Mm. and people said the chains are like slavery it's like nothing to do with slavery but it's like people just 
have this this thing about flags and patronism in Britain. I don't. I don't I'm speaking for me there. I don't know about you, Mark. What you think? Well, it, well even with like the World Cup, what's coming up? Um, yeah. Foot, football, uh, soccer, few do. Um, people put them little plastic flags on the car windows. Uh, so like we stick up a little bit with the yeah. St George's cross on. Yeah. And, and they get classed as racist. Yeah. <laughs> displaying a flag. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a funny topic over so here. So I, 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 I politically I, correct. I wish I could fly a flag, but at the same time I don't want to because it has connotations and it, and, and I feel like that's sad and I shouldn't worry about that. But at the same time, I don't want to. You well, know, that's the thing. We don't get total control over what our symbols mean. And that's one of the things that I like about this game in that regard is because the symbol of the American flag in this game is purely about the opposition to the death cult, right? So it's giving yeah, it's me something to feel... Yeah. yeah, like I can look at that flag and see it against murder, death, of, you know, enslavement and whatever. And it's a flag of liberation in this game. And that's beautiful. In the same way as I feel like you know, liberating um, uh, regions of, uh, you know, in Fallout, when you have a settlement, and you could, and I know people hate the settlements, but whatever. I think that the, the symbolism of the Minutemen or the lighthouse, you know, we're freeing these robot slaves. I think that was beautiful because it was, you know, I like being able to execute my sense of, you know, freedom fighting in video games. And uh, I really like that element of it in this game. I've got a few more things to talk about before we dive into the ending. Oh, yeah. Because the ending is a bit of a beast, really. Uh, I'd like to talk about uh, something that I like. Uh, I think this is probably the best music I've heard in a, in a Far Cry game for a while. Yeah. Uh, I listen to the soundtrack. I really enjoy it. Um, it's uh, when, you, when you listen to the soundtrack separate to the game, it, has the, it, it feels like it's, it's, it's sort of stomp mixed in with a bit of... Uh, you know, dubstep mixed in with a bit of, you know, rock and stuff. But it, it feels like it's all industry and metal and clanging and quite chaotic. You know, when you listen to it in the car, it's a bit messy. But when you play the game, um, it all makes sense. So I really like the music in this. And, and even just when you liberate an outpost, um, the, the little sort of jingle that you get is very satisfying. It's a very nice yeah. sort of upbeat jingle that you get. Uh, and uh, I liked how they did a, a different one for each of the three areas as well. It's yeah. Same theme, but a slight variation. So I, I really like the music. I, I didn't like so much the the weapons in the game. See, I felt I like the weapons, weapons were I the weapons were great. I didn't yeah. mind the weapons. I, I felt like there were that it's I suppose it's the variation of weapons is what I'm getting at. I yeah, yeah. didn't really like the main assault rifle that I, I had. And down the line I bought an AK forty seven. Um Did you get the cool green that... one with the half stock? No, I did not. That was I, the uh, one, man. I really enjoyed the the AK-47, which you know, I suppose the AK-47 is a bit of a, it's a, it's it's the slag of guns, isn't it? It's yeah, like right. it's, it's the cheapest, quite reliable. Right. Um, so it's always sort of in every video game, uh, and it's usually like the kind of the first gun you get. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's what you find and pick up. Whereas in this game, it isn't. Um, and I I really liked it. I thought the AK was so much better than the the sort of standard assault rifle that you get throughout the game all the time. But I didn't really like the variation weapons. I didn't like the MP5. And the MP5 is one of my favourite sort of guns in video games. I I always enjoy the MP5. I loved it in Call of Duty 4. Uh, I loved it in um, in, uh, in PUBG and so on. So I always 
enjoy that gun. And I was really disappointed with this. It felt like a pea shooter in, in Far Cry. It didn't do a lot of damage. Yeah, um, the MP5 in like Rainbow Six is one of the best weapons you can use submachine gun-wise, but yeah. I only used the submachine gun and the shotguns in, and the snipers in this game to get the challenges for the perk points, and I never used them again. Uh, my sort of like go-to weapons were the, the AK. As soon as I got bought the AK from the standard, is it the ARC, ARC? Yeah. Um, like you said, um, that AK was more satisfying to use. I used the bow a lot for stealth attacks, and that was quite satisfying to use. I didn't bow. use the bow. No. Yeah, and and I found the pistol uh, was um, very underrated. I, I used a pistol a lot. I had a silencer and a red dot on the pistol, and that was my go-to weapon, really. How about you, Duke? I, I actually used... I don't ever use the bow in general. I'm using it now no. when I do Far Cry 4 again, which I am playing again, because you don't get silencers early in the game and it sucks. So if you want to do yeah. a stealth mission, you have to use the bow, which is annoying because I don't like bows and arrows unless I'm in Skyrim. Hey, but, um, <laughs> I, I liked, I felt like by the time I had all four weapons unlocked, I didn't really use the pistol much at all. I had my assault rifle, the green half stock AK. I had my sniper rifle, which was a really good piece of machinery with the, um, super scope and a silencer and i love the fact there were two silencers and one of them was square and it said don't worry the square silencer doesn't make the bullets louder or whatever i thought that was amusing and then i had my um <clears throat> stinger rocket with the lock-on and by the time i had the lock-on part it was like game over baby bring an airplane around see what happens and i just yeah. felt like a total badass which is what i want to feel like i know that a lot of these games you know especially far cry 4 now that i'm going back to it it's so much about, oh, you have to skin all these really dangerous animals and then you can get a new holster and this and that. I never liked that part of these games. So I love the fact that in Far Cry 5, that's not it. It's just about the perk points. And I think the proper stashes are one of one of the best things about the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really yeah. like that. It's, it's ironic, really, in a game that sort of thrives. And I think another good point about the game is the 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 cool moments that you get the sort of chaotic sort of mess that that happens sometimes yeah. but it all pays off uh, yeah. um the the coolest thing in the game that i think is is where you literally just try to navigate a little house or something mm -hmm. uh it's always they're, they're always quite interesting they're always sometimes they're quite funny or weird um i thought the prepper statues were were really really nice touch the thing i didn't like uh, in the game were the drugs that you get i didn't use them Oh, yeah, no. I used them later on. Um, the the one what sort of like made you stronger and made you faster. They came in handy at the later stages, but yeah, I didn't use them that much. Uh, no, I mean I've never used them. I, I don't. I, it's funny because like in Skyrim, this isn't an inquiry, mate. We're talking about the video game now. I'm not <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I use them all. No, um, in Skyrim. I carry poisons around. Every time I find poison, I buy it or I'll get it and I'll have it. And I never remember to use it. When I'm in a fight, yeah. I don't stop and think, oh, wait, how can I give myself an advantage here? I'm just like, I got my yeah. gun, shoot the enemies, hide, don't get hit, revive your comrades, that's it. And so mm -hmm. I think that's a part of the game. You know, and it's tr it's always been true. One of the reasons Final Fantasy VII caused me so much problems back in the day is because you have to use certain kinds of magic to defeat certain bosses. And it drives me nuts. I love Skyrim because it is stab the enemy with the pointy end until it's dead. Like, that's pretty much all you do for the bad guys in Skyrim, no matter how powerful they are as bosses. You don't have yeah. to figure out some environmental tweak or some piece of magic that's going to hit this person's weak spot. It's just stab them with the pointy end until they're dead. 
So I didn't. Use certain missions, what really you, you, they really come in handy for. One of the side missions is for that film director guy. Uh, uh, the the second one you do for him, you have to go into his sort of like film set and lure all the angels in. I yeah, mean, you have see, to I kill the angels, and he gets it all on camera. Uh, and using the strong drug on that makes it so much easier because you can one punch them all, um, and it makes it easy work of them. So there are. I, I never come across that that mission. I have to say, I, I I found the one where you have to keep the noise down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the one after that. Um, he he sends you a message sort of like uh, a few hours after you've done that mission, and says, "Oh, I've got another job for you when you when you when you've got a chance." He never messaged me back. Bastard. Let's get into the end of the game. Oh, this is yeah. this is uh, quite a big deal. I feel like uh, probably the reason why we're doing this spoiler cast in the first place. Oh yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll just I'll walk you through what happened to me um, just to sort of recap it, and then we'll we'll go around and and see what we think. So you uh you come across you, you and correct me along the way if I if I get it wrong because it's been a while it's been a week or so uh, but yeah you, you know you go to Jacob's church and then you know he's he talks a lot of gobbledygook again as he usually does and you turn around and he's kind of possessed I think your sort of companions and buddies and he's got a few of the companions and buddies on the knees why you can't possess those ones I don't know I'm not quite clear I don't know um, but then you have a fight with him by his church. And you have to keep reviving. So it's not a very good boss fight. It's a pretty bore, poor boss fight. See, I actually didn't uh, hate but... it the way that a lot of people hate it. I mean, I thought it was dumb, but I didn't feel like it was any more dumb than, than the other any other stuff boss in fight. The game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. But it, it wasn't a great boss fight, and I thought, yeah. okay, this is this is what it is. Um, but yeah, but I suppose before that, you you have to make a decision whether to um, to resist. Or, or walk away. So those are your two choices when you when you confront uh, Joseph. So obviously I resisted, which which made that boss fight happen. And I feel like most people would resist because you want to kill him. Um, right. But what happens with that engine is uh, eventually he sort of um, so thinks you think he's going to die and you think he's going to get shot or whatever. And a nuclear bomb explodes in the distance. And then you uh, bundle him into a car and you drive away and then you crash and then Jake Joseph survives. Everybody else dies. and Which is very convenient. You. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, and he drags you into uh, the bunker that you started in with, with Dutch. And that's yeah. pretty much the end of the game. And, and he, he has a bit of a monologue about how I'm he's my father i think um it, it's not very satisfying the words that i wrote immediately after playing it was it, it wasn't very satisfying at all it, it was it was um a lot of sort of what ifs and I, I don't mind a bleak ending i know um uh duke you're not massive fans of, of of bleak endings and things like that i don't mind when an ending is 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 negative or bad you know Black Mirror is very good at this, where yeah. it'll give you a satisfying ending, but it won't also give you, it doesn't give you a good ending. 
Um, no, I agree with that. Uh, and I think I want to make it clear that my beef is not necessarily with bleak endings. My beef is with endings no that hope, are unfair yeah. or that are deliberately designed to drain people of hope. And I think yeah. that, you know, I, I would agree with you that Black Mirror, by and large, has great bleak endings. Um, yeah. And they recognize that in our current world is very hopeless. And so they wanted to have more episodes in the most recent season that are hopeful, which is important. I think it's necessary for artists to recognize the balance of that sort of thing. I think that Far Cry has always felt itself to be trying to point out that everything is shit, right? You never have yeah. good choices in these games. You can end up becoming horrible like Voss, or you can end up killing people like Voss, which makes you just as bad as they are. And I'm never mm -hmm. impressed with that. I think Bioshock yeah. did the best job with the whole, hey, guess what? You've been led by the nose through all of this, and that's fine. It worked really well in Bioshock. And when Far Cry tries to do it, as they, I could tell they were doing it in this game, it was, oh, guess what? You're trying to be Bioshock but you don't have the depth of storytelling or the philosophical underpinnings like Ayn Rand and all the rest of it that they had in Bioshock. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption, no, sorry, last thing I'll say about it. Sorry. Red Dead Redemption, I think, is a perfect, is the best example of a video game with a bad, you know, an unhappy ending, but it was perfect. It was exactly yeah. what we needed to have. And we were building to that, the whole game. I don't think I recognized it as much as I should have when I played it through the first time, but the second time through, I was just like, oh, there's a nod to what's going to happen at the end. Here he's mentioning that he doesn't have a happy ending at the end of all this. And so you yeah. get a brief time of happiness at the end of red dead redemption but you know it's not gonna last yeah it's it, yeah we, we we could talk all day about red dead and, and obviously with red dead 2 on the horizon it's it's all getting exciting again but uh yeah it, it, i i do feel like that the 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 constant cliche of if you kill them you're you're just the same as them yeah rubs me up the wrong way these days okay. and again to bring up walking dead they do that a lot in The Walking Dead, where you know they have this, you know, who's the bad guy kind of thing uh, mentality, and and it, it it really does get a bit boring because I feel like you know it's it's pretty cut cutthroat if somebody's bad, you know, and it's pretty easy to make a decision whether you know it be. It, I think in that situation you would kill them, you know. Obviously, the world would have to end, or you'd have to do you would offer them if they were really bad people. Uh, right. In a video game or a movie or something, um, so I just feel like it's not believable. I, I don't feel like people would go, oh, "Yeah, yeah." What about you know human rights and all that sort of stuff? When you're in a zombie apocalypse and people are killing children and all sorts of stuff, so I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't necessarily like it. And Far Cry, ham it up a lot. This whole, yeah. you know, we're just as fucked up as you sort of stuff, uh, and they've always done that. In Far Cry Two, they did that. Uh, you know, and the ending is basically the heart of darkness. They reference the heart of darkness, and there's, yeah. you know, all that nonsense going on. And uh, they they talk about it there, and I, and I feel like it's it's kind of like what zombies are really, where you know, where you you get sick of it because you see it so much, and it's not as obvious as zombies. But that whole who who is the bad guy decision uh, or or you know yeah. direction right. really sort of just gets to me now. Totally. Mark, I don't know if you got anything to say about your. Yeah. Did we all resist, by the way? Yeah, I resisted, and um, sort of like I had the same thing as you with the bomb going off. Uh, the, the the nuclear bomb going off. I was really shocked because uh, I couldn't understand why you do that. Uh, because in in my mind, I thought jo uh, Joseph Seed had done the nuclear bombs, 
Um, and I couldn't figure out why he'd do that because he's built this flock up, yet they're all going to die. It, um, it wasn't until after when I, I heard Duke mention it on, on your show, and also I looked it up online, mm. and um, a, a Ubisoft rep actually said that it's hidden in plain sight as the ending. The radio broadcast hint at a larger problem outside of it, Hope County. Uh, but I never listen to the radios. If the radio was in the car, I'd make sure it was a music channel or I'd turn it off. Mm. And the radios in the buildings or at the them little outposts um, on the road with the machine guns, uh, Gatling gun things, Yeah, I'd, I'd shoot the radios. <laughs> I used to oh, just shoot the radios. And I never heard the radios. Department of Homeland Security has issued an intermediate alert. Affected regions include New York, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and San Francisco. Montana isn't expected to be effective, but it's always possible. Keep alert, people. Stock up on food and water. Just in case, peace talks in the Middle East have broken down again, with the latest in a series of bombings, killing two and injuring 11. Among the injured are several U.S. reporters who were on hand for the talks. No word yet from the White House on these terrible losses. Russia has been attacked. Bombs hit Moscow this morning. No final word on casualties, but experts are saying the numbers are in the millions. If there was any hope for peace. It's yeah. a terrible place to hide something like that. If yeah. it's going to be such an yeah. important story point, you need to make it yeah. impossible to miss somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, was he planning for this all along because he knew what the governments were up to? But yeah. But yeah, he, you know. it's all it's all very convenient. It's all I think yeah. again, they're trying to find some sort of profundity in this, but and people on Reddit were like, Oh, in the first thread I came upon, they were like, Oh, it proves that Joseph was right and he was such a prophet of this and that. I'm like, No. He he got lucky and yeah. it, it but the only thing it proves is that people are homicidal maniacs and that doesn't say anything about his redemption or what you say yes to, or the finding escape in the bliss. None of that means anything. All it means is that, you know, a war happened and that yeah. those happen all the time. That doesn't say anything about the rightness of his religious perspective. And again, it's all because he doesn't really have a religious perspective, except I'm right. I know what's coming and the end is near, which that's not a very profound religious sentiment. That's something a nutcase paints on a sign and stands around a street corner. The end is near. So what? Yeah. Yeah. I was just so disappointed with the end because they, they could have ended it in so many different ways. Absolutely. There were so many possibilities for them, and and yeah. to do that, I just couldn't understand why they did it. And like you say, once the game had finished, you can go back into the world and carry on doing your side missions, as if that's ever going to happen. I'm going to get these comic books because this woman's grandfather <laughs> yeah. needs his comic books, even though his eyes have fallen out because of the radiation yeah. poisoning. Yeah, well, there's going to be no radiation poisoning in all these uh, whiskey yeah. whiskey balls, <laughs> is there? That's it. I mean, it, 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 uh, we know that like the world sort of just went back to what it was, but it, it, again, it cheapens it, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. I, and and not to bring up the greatest game of all time again, but Red Dead, um, and I won't sort of go into the details, but the ending makes you think, well, how are they going to do that? How are they? How am I going to keep playing if yeah. if if this has happened? Right. Uh, and they give you the perfect solution to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. And, Whereas and, and in this, it's just ludicrous. it's just like oh, just, just let's just go back an hour, you know? Don't yeah. worry and, about and it. Let's, when and you, it, and as I've said before, when you start up again, Joseph is crossed out and Dutch is alive. Yeah. So what the fuck is that? And he's talking to you about like I always knew something like this was gonna happen. And so what are you? You're you were dead. Yeah. Where's Joseph? 
What the it's fuck really bizarre. On? What a strange decision. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it doesn't it doesn't sort of like encourage me to go back and do all these extra side no. missions. What like and, oh, what's all the, the point of anything? And yeah. they had a perfect way to deal with that through the arcade. You could you could have it be. Like, okay, you finished the game, congratulations, the world's a desolate wasteland. This one arcade station somehow survived. It was in a bunker with a radiation shield you're the, around you're it. In bunker, you're in the bunker with Joseph. And yeah, he's exactly. Like, you know, yeah, could have had the machine All in there, he gives yeah. you to do is play this arcade game, and you can use that to cre- to go into an alternate reality where Jake Joseph's dead, and you have this whole world to explore. You can do all the other side missions or whatever, whatever. They could have done that. That would have been a perfect way to do it. It wouldn't have been very hard even. No. Uh, and no. it might have actually got me to play the arcade because never, I've never even touched the arcade Hell, thing. Hell, I play no. like so two missions That on might it. have been an excuse for me to use it. The ones that they get, it's it's basically PvP, and then there's like basically outpost missions. But they determine which weapons you can use in each of those outpost missions. So it's like, I don't want to use these dumb weapons. I want to choose my weapons. Nope. I was like, fuck this, I'm done. I, yeah, I went into the menu of the arcade, and I was like, oh, my God, no, absolutely no way. I think I what they were trying to do is they were trying to take the magic that they found with Blood Dragon and apply yeah. it to an entire part of the game, and it, they just fell flat and didn't work. Absolutely. I think you're right. Uh, to recap on the ending, I, I really I really didn't like it. It wasn't, it wasn't satisfying at all to me. It, it left a bad taste in my mouth, and, and like we said, when you go back to the world, it feels like, well, what's the point now? Um, and I did watch the other ending when you walk away on YouTube, and and that's not particularly interesting either. You know, uh, I thought, well, maybe the other ending was better. And you pretty much walk away, and then you listen to only you on the radio. And then you and... turn into a killer, and you kill everybody in the car, or whatever. Who knows? Well, well that, who knows? That makes more sense, though, doesn't it? Than the bombs. Because I guess so. you'd be conditioned by Jacob. Right? I guess so. But if that was the the the, the only it's ending, it's still a shit ending. Would... Yeah, it would still be a bit of a bullshit ending. So, you know, they, they had two endings, well, actual endings, and now they had a third sort of ending where you wait at the start. But the two endings, both were bad. Both yeah. didn't add anything. Both right. uh, didn't clarify anything. Didn't satisfy you at all. Yeah. Um, felt cheap. Felt, and not even you know, important. Like, that's the other thing. If you were important. to have an ending that's unsatisfying, like, I'm, look, I'm not going to be a total hard ass. I, I reckon, I mean, I'll still, to the day I die, complain about the ending of The Last of Us, but I understand where it comes from, and I understand why people like it. I understand that it it tells an important story, even if I think it's a bad story that it's telling. I, I, I'm not going to say that it has no value to the world, because I think that it, you know, some people can relate to that, and it's like, whatever. But in this case, it's not even interesting or profound. It thinks it's interesting and profound, and it's jarring, mm. and it's like, the, yeah, it's not what you wanted from this game, but that's sometimes the way the world is. You don't get what you want, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, shut up. It's not yeah. that deep. Well, yeah, it's it's true. It's it's you know, for people that don't know, uh, me me and Eric, me and Duke, we disagree on the Last of Us ending. I loved the ending. Duke hates yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it as well. You liked it as well, Mark. But yeah. at no point is Duke saying that it's it, that it's 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 you know um, a cheap ending or anything right, like that. Right, it's, it, what the discussion not. the discussion that we have about it is on is like on a higher plane. It's like mm-hmm. well, you know, Duke saying well, you know, it's it it. Well, I won't speak for you, Duke, but it's it's this no hope again. It's this every you know all 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 everything's lost and there's no chance of sort of happiness again. And right. and I like the sort of the the the, the casualness of it. How it sort of just cuts the black mm-hmm. on on a moment that you wouldn't even think is the ending and and uh, yeah I, I loved it but it it creates a conversation that's better than it just isn't that fun or right. important or yeah, satisfying exactly. 
and it's it it doesn't. I mean, you know, well, I, I don't want to go too far into it, but I, I don't think that the Last of Us ending spits in your face for everything you've done and everything you thought you were building toward. Whereas no. in, in Far Cry 5, it's like, hey, all that work you did to make these areas safe again, pfft, fuck you. In, in Red Dead, like you, you know, you mentioned it just like there's subtle, the subtle, there are subtle hunts. Fucking hell, there are subtle hunts, <laughs> right? There, <laughs> there are subtle hints towards how it's going to end, you know. Um, but it's never thrown in your face. Whereas, right. if, if in Far Cry, if I was to play it back again, I, I vaguely remember things like this: like this is not going to end the way you think it is, or um, you know. He is right. Joseph is right. You should do what he says. And I, I remember hearing that thinking, like, if I resist him, if I don't do what he says, I'm going to get a really sort of bad ending here. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I think that's the, the, the writers thinking they're clever, whereas you see it a mile off. I, like, I knew it was going to happen, yeah. but not to that extent. But I knew if I if I if I resist him, that it would probably be the bad ending. I, I always had a feeling about that. Um but no, there's no payoff. There's no real reason. I, I would say this is probably the worst Far Cry game I've played uh, when I think about it. Um, See, I, I can't go uh, that far. I actually love most of this game. The ending is so onerous that I am going to play it again, and I'm going to stop right before that final mission. And my whole <laughs> yeah. way of thinking about it is going to be, okay, I've contained him to his compound, and he's never getting out. And I'm, you know, every time I see any of his people, I will crush them down. And there ain't going to be no nukes going off, and I'm not going to murder my whole fan, uh, friend base because I'm hearing that song. All it's it, the end of the game is when he's confined to that compound and he's never going to leave. And he's sitting he's in his sad it. little church talking to seven people for the rest of his life until he dies and the end. And I win. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just uh, it, for me, it sort of left such a bad taste in my mouth that I, I, I just feel like it's the worst one. Um, did, did you did you like the open world part of it then? Did, did you enjoy playing that part? Well, I, did, I did. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. But I, again, I, I felt like it was... not make up for the shit parts. Well. No, but it, and, it, and it was fighting me all the time. I, I didn't feel like the stealth was very good. I, you know, I've talked about this before where, you know, I, I understand, you know, when you get an indicator of when you've been seen. But yeah. I was getting, for this one particular mission, I was getting seen without that. And I couldn't complete it. And it was a stealth mission. You know, like so there's weird little game mechanics. The, the, the companions as well. Uh, the AI is really bad. Uh, there was constantly, you know, I went into one area. The, the radio was playing, the walkie-talkie was going, and characters was talking to me. Too much, too much dialogue at the same time. So I feel like it's it's the messiest. I feel like it's the uh, it, it, it's it's too chaotic. It's too busy, and I feel like four and three just hit that hit that sweet spot for me. I, four I enjoyed a lot because I played it. Yeah. Three I enjoyed a lot because it was the sort of it was when they sort of worked out their formula. I feel like so I, I just. Um, yeah, I, I'm not excited, and I'm, I really would be wary of anybody buying Far Cry Five now. And you know, yeah. wait till it's like a tenner. Three say. was more of a sleeper hit, wasn't it? It took everyone by surprise. Um yeah. And and then four were built on that even better, and, and four was superb. But yeah, um, this one's a bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, I only have one real, one more, no, two more things that I really want to say about uh, Far Cry five uh one of them is i really hate that the character doesn't talk your character doesn't talk but your character I really hate... talks doesn't it no huh i don't mind that no i just feel like it's really odd i noticed this in remember the game Homefront. yeah um 
where there's a moment in Homefront where you you're on the San Francisco the the, the Golden Gate Bridge and then you you get knocked up but you hang on underneath mm-hmm. uh, and on the walkie-talkie your friends think you're dead they go oh my god you know whatever your character like mm-hmm. Steve Steve's dead oh no but you could talk right so why don't you just go no I'm fine like I'm all right I'm just underneath the bridge no no big deal I'm sorted yeah. right? right whereas in Far Cry 5 like people always go oh did you get there good you know this this whole like weird thing about silent protagonists. I don't like it. I feel like it's a dated uh, gameplay mechanic that never seems to really go away. So I don't like it. I feel yeah, like it was really. Fair. I mean, I think you know. First of all, we didn't even talk about how the fact that you can customize your appearance, which I did for like <laughs> 20 minutes at the start of the game, and then you never see yourself. Like what? The Only fuck? when you it's die. What you do when you die. Right, exactly. Who cares about that? <laughs> I, look I like. Really cool I used to like I it when I, you know, I, I go on a zip line and, and fuck it up and <laughs> crash into a tree and and see my dead limping body. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, the only other thing as well, and this is a, this is a very very serious point, um, is uh, Jacob, the the boss who's all a bit rough and ready. He lives in the mountains. He like you know he's got walls around him. Why has he got such a fresh haircut? <laughs> because he has to look good when he's killing everybody. I don't understand. Like, you got people in this world, they've all got, like, fucked up beers and everything. They never look like they've seen the light of day. <laughs> Jacob's haircut is fresh, man. Like, that shit has been done that morning. You know what I mean? He's always yeah. just looking good. Hell yeah. Strangely photogenic survival psychopath. It's got to look. It's got to look good for the apocalypse, doesn't it? <laughs> it just looks great. I just think, yeah. wow, God, you know, from the neck down, he's he's absolute dirt. But you know, that hair is uh, is banging. Um, that's pretty much everything I need to say about Far Cry Five. I, I I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. I thought it would at least be, uh, you know, like I I thought I thought the story would be a little bit better, and I thought that the the open world wouldn't frustrate me as much as it did. But it did frustrate me quite a lot. So um, I I sort of. Uh, I'm not going to give it a review score because scores are dumb. But if I was to give it a review noise, I would, I would probably give it somewhere in the region of, uh, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's that's probably it. Um, Did anybody see the yeah, uh, GIF on, anybody on Reddit else? of um, <laughs> there was a turkey that was charging at someone, and these two trucks ran into each other or something right in front of it. And so there's this big fireball explosion. The turkey comes running through it. The turkey is on fire. The person's trying to kill it with a shotgun. The turkey just keeps coming. And it was like, yeah. the tagline was, you know, turkeys are terrifying. I thought yeah. that was great. So I, the I game has given us stuff like to, that. On YouTube, there's the there's there's some uh, some clips of some people liberating uh, outposts in Far Cry 5 in cool ways. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's like a parkour run. And they throw a... They throw a baseball bat in the air and then they crack this person's neck and then that baseball bat lands on somebody else. And, mm. and it's amazing to see. Um, but yeah, I can't do any of that shit. You know what I mean? I just run in and go, ah! Uh, but it's 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 okay. One of Mark- the best clips I've seen was um, the, the trucks where you steal the stash. Uh, when you operate, when you interact with them, they open like a tail lift, don't they? Yes. Uh, this guy put um, one of the quad bike ATVs into the back of it and it was yes. half sticking out, and he pressed the interact button again to close the back doors. And as it was closing, it squashed his ATV, and the whole truck just went spinning in a ball of flames up into the sky about 300 metres, and it was so funny. <laughs> I, tra- I, 
Yeah, I, I tried that and I couldn't get it to do it, but yeah. No, There's, there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of that in Far Cry. The physics don't quite know what to what to do. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that you two want to say about Far Cry Five before we bounce. We've been talking roughly about an hour now, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, the like the, the open world, the gameplay for me saved me being really remorseful about buying it day one. Um, luckily, I went halves with, with Uncle Greggles, so it wasn't mm. too bad. So mm. I enjoyed the gameplay side of it. It was just a story was shit for me. Yeah, I really liked okay. the gameplay. I, I thought it was my favorite Far Cry of all of them. And when I play it again with that alternate ending, I'm gonna see maybe it'll be a lot better for me. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Thank you, Thanks Mark. For Thank everybody. you, Duke. And uh, that's it. We'll, maybe we'll do a few more of these because these are these are good. So, yeah. Bye. Peace. Bye.
teammate. Uh, unless I knew for a fact I wanted to. Sorry, that's my granddaughter kicking off. 